When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Look, I don't want to sit here and talk about me or the umpire. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Buster, what is the trigger mechanism on on inspecting a pitcher? This is going to be driven by the umpires. And and one source told me it's going to be a lot like a DUI checkpoint. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up, Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff, plus actor and comedian Joel McHale. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air on this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate, radio network, NBC Sports on Peacock Odyssey, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Lots of phone calls. We'll get to some more in a moment. Jared Goff of the Lions this hour. Joel McHale of everything on Fox that Ken Jong is and not on in hour number three. Right. <laughs> Boy, my kids love Joel McHale. They just love that. They just love everything that he's in. And, Great. You know, the latest thing is uh, his new show, um, Fox's Crime Scene Kitchen. Crime Scene Kitchen. He's also the host of ABC's Card Sharks, Higher, Lower, oh. and Freeze Fan. Card Sharks. Oh, Card Sharks. Classic. Classic. Oh, baby. It's a classic. It's a classic. Joel McHale's a classic. He's going to be in hour number three. We haven't spoken to Joel in a while. Which one of those old-timey game shows like that would you want to host? Match game. Not like Price is Right or Jeopardy or anything, but like that type of game show. Card Sharks, Match Game. Match Game. Man. $64,000 Pyramid. All of them. There's there's so many of them. Uh, All of them? I mean, every last one of them? Like pick you one. know I would give my you know oh, what yes. to host a game no, show. I, I totally do. Like I'm 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 born to do it. I so want to do it. I like making people happy and giving them cash and prizes. Match game was great. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune's yeah, gonna kinda... need a new host in a couple oh, years. Oh man. From what I've heard. Wheel of Fortune is an all time great. Is that photograph still up here right now of me on the set of yeah. Wheel of Fortune? It's around the oh, corner, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 For NFL yeah, Network. It's around the corner. It's around the corner. We, we had them spell out NFL Total Access. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Family Feud. Family it's Feud. still one of the best. How great is Steve Harvey hosting I mean, that show? The, now they're, the Celebrity Family Feud right. just started yeah. up. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, Rob oh. Lowe versus uh, Terrence Howard. Oh, I'm week. talking to Rob Lowe later today for, uh, nice. for just getting started, oh, nice. which is getting back in the mix. Oh, yeah. There's so many good shows. 
844 You didn't answer the question. I don't know. I mean, All right, I just wanted you to pick one. I'll, any of them. I'm not discerning. I, I mean, I, the price is right is would be well, yeah, I think number, one number one of all time. Joker's wild. I loved Joker's wild. Joker. Joker, Joker and, and a triple. triple. Yeah, I know. They don't make game shows like no. that anymore. Well, they make them all again. I mean, everything's back. Joker's Wild is back with Snoop. It's amazing. It is. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, Okay, so while Aaron Rodgers is not showing up for work, Julio Jones is in Tennessee. And uh, the question is, what number is he going to wear? A.J. Brown's been having a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, A.J. Brown today tweeted out a video of him wearing a Julio Jones jersey while warming up last year. Right, and he's like he basically he manifested into an existence. He said he was the first person to wear a current player's jersey, not at his team during warmups and whatever. And you know he's been all about it. He was all over TikTok and Instagram, like you name the social media. He was on it saying Julio come to Tennessee, and now he's there. But each time he had he had taped over the eleven jersey in blue Titan color number eight tape. So like he was switching to number eight? No, like he was like making Julio number eight. Oh, okay. And so the question is, is what number? Because he wears eleven, right? In honor, in of honor of Julio, Julio. right? Yeah. So what's he? What's he going to do? Is he doing that? No, Julio. I mean, AJ Brown tweeted out this morning that he offered Julio Jones number eleven and wouldn't take it. Eleven till until I retire, says AJ Brown. So, I try to give it up, and he wouldn't take it. Respect. So AJ Brown keeping eleven. So all you fans who have those eleven AJ Brown Titans jerseys, keep them. They're still good. Yes. And now Julio's gonna have. Is it gonna be eight, or, or do we know what number Julio's gonna wear? I don't know. Yet? We know Marcus Mariota used to wear number eight. That's well, available then for Tennessee. So we'll see. What he used to wear in in, um, in Alabama? I thought he wore eleven. Did he wear eleven? And has he worn eleven his entire life? Let me check real quick. Just Google the, uh, the the number 11 for Julio Jones. Oh, no. Julio Jones wore eight at Alabama. Right, there you go. There you go. All right. We'll see how that works out. Meanwhile, Atlanta um, holding their mandatory mini camp this week. First one for Arthur Smith, who I, I, I've become uh, quite fond of interviewing this man. He's, he's, no he's, nonsense. he's old school, yeah. man. He's old school. He's just an old school sort of. Is he is he even forty years old? How old is Arthur Smith? You Google that for me. I don't know if he's is he early forties or thirty nine. He's not even forty. He just had a birthday, and he he talks like he's seventy, <laughs> like an old school football coach that has just finished like, the Oklahoma drill and won't you know and it's like he's been around a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like honestly, he's he's he he he's got like this no nonsense but straightforward shoot you straight mentality, and um, you know. God bless somebody asked him about, you know, Julio being traded if it's if it's kind of put a wrench in his plan. Now, does he do the cliche of I'm not talking about the guys who are I'm only talking about the guys who are here. I'm not talking about guys who aren't here anymore. Yeah, I, mean, probably. I mean, here you go. Check, check it out. How confident are you in terms of um, the offense, you know, being able to be productive in, in 2021 with, without without him, basically? Jeff, I, I concern is the guys we got on this roster. I've dealt with a lot of different uh, situations week to week. And in my experience in Tennessee, it doesn't matter if they're going to roll the ball out there. We're going to kick off. There's going to be a game to play. Our objective is go win. Uh, you know, no different than when you're dealing with the COVID issue last year with Buffalo. I think we had four wideouts up that game. My job as a coach is to get prepared to play. 
and we'll, we'll do whatever we have to do to win that game. So that's kind of how I look at it. And I don't worry about players that never coach, Jeff. So. Yeah. One out the door. He could have stopped right there. Yeah, he got one more in. He went with the cliche to start. Yep. <laughs> Only talking to guys about, about the guys in the roster. And then out the door. Not concerned about guys I never coached. Never coached. Wow. Out the door. Well, I mean, yes. Falcons fans should be very fired up, I think, for this guy. Now, I know that they're they're kind of, let's get rid of Julio, but keep our quarterback and start a reboot, but keep our foot in the Yeah, they didn't really go of, all in on the no, rebuild. They didn't, go, you know? they didn't, like, burn it down to the ground. Right. But Pitts is going to be used by Ryan and be very useful for Ryan and everybody else that comes after Matt Ryan. He's kind of a baby Julio when you think about it. Oh, I don't know about that. He's People are talking about this guy like gold jacket material. I know, so, but I mean, for, for, from a position where, you know. He's not going to be lined up next to the tackle on every single play. Let's get some phone calls on this subject. Titans Bill in Knoxville, Tennessee has got to be all fired up about this. Right, Titans Bill? You fired up about this or what? You better believe I'm fired up about it, Rich Eisen. How are you? I'm very well. What's going on in your world? Well, I'll tell you what. There's two things I'm excited about. The University of Tennessee baseball team. Oh, yes. Super regional. Yep. And I believe we're going to keep our head coach and also give our stadium a facelift, which is named after a very legendary sportscaster by the name. Oh, we just lost Titans, Bill. Put, oh. put him back on hold. Oh, he's he was, on hold. He's, he's on hold. I think he was winding up. Yeah, he was, he was getting yeah. ready. He was winding up. He was, he was taking us down Tennessee Vol memory lane right there, which <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't expecting a dose of Philip Fulmer. You know what I mean? A little, a little, a We're talking about Julio and the Titans, but he's fired up. I mean, if the Preds were still in the mix, you'd be all I over that. Uh, let's go to Susio in Missouri in the meantime. What's up, Susio? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, what's up, uh, Jump Super Brockman? What's up, Susio? You, you. Yeah. Well, TJ's on the yeah, pay no mind list. What's up I, with that? Hey, uh, Rich. Rich, <laughs> uh, Atlanta Hawks. One zero. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that, you're talking smack to TJ? <laughs> I don't know what that's up. You there? Yeah, I'm here. And okay. also, uh, TJ Jefferson, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, Susio. If you're watching or listening, turn down whatever you're doing and let's talk. What do you got on your mind? Um, there you go. See, he's he's a little behind. He's, yeah. he's working him here. Okay, let's hope he's just – let's give him three more seconds to choose the middle key, if you will, and then oh, move on. Uh, you there? Does a trade with Julio Jones make the Tennessee Titans a better team? Oh, my gosh, Susio. <laughs> my gosh. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why? And thank, thank you. Why? 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 Okay. Let me ask you this question, Susio. It's okay. – uh, it's uh, let's say – uh, second and three from inside the red zone, okay? And you got you have to defend A.J. Brown, and you have to defend Julio Jones, and the Titans put out other personnel that requires you to have a defense that uh, will not be able to handle Derrick Henry bursting through to the second level. What do you do? 
well, let's figure out how to stop Derrick Henry from bursting through to the second level. We can't handle that. Well, then who are you going to make sure does not get that 50-50 ball in the end zone and you can maybe shade somebody over? Certainly if somebody's going to go for that 50-50 ball and they cut across the middle, what happens then? I mean, you know, and thanks for the call, Susio. I mean, that's just, and I, again, I don't go all 22 here. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I'm not like Larry David, who swears he could be an offensive <laughs> coordinator in the NFL. Double flea flicker. The double, the double <laughs> flick. He did that on the Rich Eisen podcast years ago. His concept of football, an offensive coordinator, is the second flick. That's what he's wondering. Why doesn't there is like another person, like a right. fire brigade behind the quarterback, to flick it again a second time? <laughs> a flea flicker, the double flick. Double flick. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, I think that was before Aaron Donald was in the league, too. I think could so, burst yeah, I think through so to that too, second yeah, flick yeah, in time. Yeah. No to catch then, the second yeah. flick. That's what's going to be the ten- – that's the Tennessee Titans' future right there, man. <laughs> why? <laughs> you know? That's why the Tantastic Four is coming soon oh. to a field near you. 24 hours later, it's grown on you, hasn't it? Like, Costanza. Uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't. 24 hours later, don't hate it. Mm, yeah. Don't hate it. Uh, you know, and again, we talked about it yesterday with, even Peter King tweeted at us the phrase on our uh, Twitter handle. Um, I, I popped it up there a second time. You popped it up there first, and I popped it up there a second time, our video talking about Julio yesterday, yeah. by saying if it's just a two and a four, how come your team didn't go ahead and do it? Right. Because I know I'm telling you, if Julio Jones performs in the manner in which we're expecting, tons of fan bases will be like, how what's just a two next year, and then a four two years from now, that's it? The complicated answer is, yes, that's it, but But Julio doesn't practice very much, although, as you heard Albert Breer say, that this has been two years in the making with the Falcons of Julio looking at the exit doors, Mm -hmm. and if last year they bounced the coach midseason and your team is essentially toast, and your hamstring is X, and your this or this Y, and that Z. Why are you going to go out there and practice every day and put it all out there for you to tear said hammy or something worse? And then this trade may not happen. Bingo. If you're thinking that it's going to happen right after the season, I'm out. I'm out. Like it's entirely possible that if Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones week five, week six last year and didn't put him, didn't have him. Knowing that he was on the air, he could have said the same thing. I'm out of there. Yeah, especially you like know? you said when Albert said two years ago, he's like, eh, I don't know. If I'm so him be not there. practicing may have something to do with that. These things happen in the NFL and they happen in professional sports. But it's also like Peter and others pointed out. What if Julio balls out this year? Suddenly he's going to want sixty to eighty million dollars in an extension. Well, do you think the Titans would have a problem with that? Maybe, but it's know. just a, then it's just a two and a four. Right? Draft capital, whatever, but... It's just a two and a four. Committing big-time dollars to a 33-year-old receiver is another thing. But if you don't want to do that, it's just a two and a four. Yeah, for a one-year deal, and especially if you go to the Super Bowl, whatever. There's still more years. Is he going to hold out? 
I know you don't want that headache on your hands, but you also have the year you're going to have in front of you. You're also welcoming him into your world, correct? Right? Mm -hmm. And you're also rolling out the red carpet for him. Maybe it won't be like 60, 70 million. Maybe you could figure out something out. I don't know. It's not a reason to not pull the trigger on this right now. And if he's killing it, what do you think Colts fans are going to be sitting there thinking if they're staring at a wild card because he's killing it? Everybody. Patriots, Seahawks, just name all the teams. Raiders. Well, uh, you, you can't name an NFC team. You just can't. I don't think you're on an equal footing. Uh, Seattle could offer the same thing. If, you're, if Seattle's offering the same thing and the Titans are offering the same thing, where are you shipping them if you're Atlanta? True. You're Hell yeah. You're, no, please. That's why you can't. It's not apples to apples with an NFC team and an AFC team. Fair. No way. No way. Fantastic. That's right. <laughs> Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. Um, okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk to the Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff, here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this busy football, yes, Tuesday in June. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. I uh, believe you are a fantasy football player. <laughs> Is that a true story, Jody Foster? I am. I did not play last year because of the present administration. Mm -hmm. Was you know I had to be on the top of that, and the, you can't get all those alerts all at once. So it was just too much for me. Too many badges on your phone. Yes, too many alerts exactly. on your phone. I had to choose. But, I don't know. I think next year. I think this year I'm going to choose fantasy for sure. Well, I mean, it's an escape, though, right? I mean, when you I say I would not call it a mistake, no. an escape. I would call it a a you know, a hyper-focused art form. Interesting. Yeah. Fantasy football is a yeah. hyper-focused art form. If you're going to do form. it, you want to win. Okay. Have you have you been so fortunate to win a fantasy I league? I second. Who are you in a fantasy league with? A bunch of 16-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, who else? Like a random lady? Yeah. And I, and I have to say, I do enjoy, none of them will trash talk with me because, you know, you can do that thing where you sort of type in like, you're going down or right. nobody will do that. They're just very polite. 16 year olds <laughs> being polite in a fantasy. That, yeah. Now that, so what's your team name? What was your fantasy team name? Your I can't tell you. Why I'd not? have to kill you if I told you. And plus, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay, because I would love to know. I mean, because that's most of the fun that we thought. That, is it? You know, that's most of the fun? It kind of is. Okay. Yeah. So, but you finished in second. I did come in second. Do I you did. recall who was on your on your team? Well, I, I got seriously burned by Todd Gurley. It was his first, you know, season with the Rams. Like, he, he just, he disappointed me yes. pretty severely. That okay. was a bad year to be holding Todd Gurley the See, entire now, time. Do you have a, you, a real football team that you love? Yes. Okay. I love the Green Bay Packers. How'd that uh, come about, Jody? Somebody gave me a cheese head and it was all over. That's it? Yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> who was it? Was it De Niro? Was it De Niro? <laughs> De Niro gave you a cheese head? Who gave you no, the cheese head? No, I have a friend of mine who has like an in with them. So it was not just a cheese head, but it was a cheese head everything. So okay. there was like a cheese mug and there was a cheese ring and there was a cheese... Headband. And, okay, so you got into yeah. that. And she's like dog dog outfits. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Lambeau Field? Have you ever been I there? I never have. It's unbelievable. That's what I've heard. Because it's it, you're heard. just in there. And it's a Midwest town, and yeah. you're driving down a road, and there's a gas station. There's a Kmart. There is oh, the there is the crazy. there is the cathedral. Well, of football where Lombardi can, used to play. And, I can dream. I can dream. If I do well, you know, if I do pretty well in fantasy, maybe I'll have Maybe you can, you can I do did, such I a thing. I had, you know, I've decided I discovered Devontae Adams. So, because <laughs> I had him the whole year. So He's when my, the, my guy. So I call him my man, Devontae. Does he know that? You he are? doesn't know that. Maybe he'll know it now. Okay. That was three years ago today. Ooh, today? Jody Foster here wow. in studio. Wow. Three years ago today. I go throwback Tuesday How right here that? on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, you know, it's funny how many people are talking about, you know, uh, trade of the year, right? I mean, that the Julio Jones trade is the biggest trade of this offseason. Then you forget about the fact that the first one that started the offseason was the Detroit Lions swapping their first overall selection from many moons ago to acquire Los Angeles first-round selection from five years ago and a couple of first-round picks as well because of the contract that was coming, the Stafford for Goff trade. And now uh, Jared Goff is uh, in Detroit for his first mandatory minicamp in Lions country. Is he on the phone line right now? Yes, he is. He's in his sixth year in the National Football League, but first as the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, the 2016 first overall pick in the NFL draft. Now number one in the uh, in the hearts and minds of the Honolulu Blue, Jared Goff here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Jared? I'm good, Rich. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, man. I remember being a New Yorker showing up in the state of Michigan um, back in uh, 1986 and learning the ways of the beautiful Midwest and and, uh, you know, stuff like uh, you don't say uh, sneakers, you say tennis shoes, you don't say soda, you say pop. Are you are you going through all that as a Californian now? Showing up in the- yeah, I'm going through this transition right now as, as we speak. It's It's been fun, though. I've enjoyed my time out here so far and really got to know some of the people, and uh, the weather's great. It's, it's a lot of fun out here. Okay, so the adjustment process uh, other than that has been what for you, for a kid from California playing his ball? collegiately and uh, professionally in California now there in, in Michigan? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's been the easy part. I think, you know, obviously the football parts, the stuff that I've been focused on and trying to, you know, catch up with the playbook and, and, and get acclimated to the, to the building and everyone here. And um, it's been fun, though. I've really enjoyed it. The people here are incredible. Um, Dan Tired, such a great staff. Everyone around him is so good. And it's been a lot of fun, man. All right. So let's let's talk about your uh, your coach there and Dan Campbell. We've seen what he's uh, what he's like in front of a, a microphone at the podium. Um <laughs> Is he is he biting kneecaps off in practice and stuff like that too, Jared, or is it a little different? You know, I don't I don't know. I think I think what I will say about him though is is everything is genuine. You know, he he's had the the fun stuff on on the press conferences, but it is who he is. It's out of passion. It's it's genuine. It's it's authentic, and it's the same way he is every day with us. It's a lot of fun to play for him and, and to be around him. And um, you know, I, I, he comes off that way. But I'll tell you this: he's as smart as he is. Um, you know, fun to be around. No, I know. I, I definitely. He also has the mentality of of a former player in the NFL, and I just saw him and the rest of the staff chest bumping and chest thumping on the Lions camera that we had during the draft when Panay Sewell was drafted. Uh, if there was a camera on you, what would we have seen after he was drafted in the first round? Yeah, so. no, I was fired up. Uh, you know, any anytime you get someone to to protect you, that's always fun. And and Panay was. Um, I think by all accounts, the top of the lineman in the draft, and for us to get him and, and have him in the building up to this point, it's been a pleasure to be around him. And he's going to be a hell of a player. He's, he's still developing, obviously, but uh, early, early, uh, early thoughts are great. He's done a great job, and um, it's been fun. Okay, so let me hit the wayback machine with you for a minute, if if you don't mind, as I'm sure you knew something like this would be coming, and I appreciate you calling into this show. Is when when did things maybe dawn on you here in Southern California? that your time with the Rams was coming to an end. When might that have dawned on you, Jared Goff? Um, you know, it, it, it's funny because I, I try so much to, to not talk about this, and then I'm so you know, forward and thinking about the future. But to, to be honest, it was I, 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 had, I, had no, um, I had no inclination of it. It, it came somewhat from left field um, when it happened. But, again, it, things happen for a reason. I'm excited to be out here. Everything's been great. Um, I had a lot of fun there, like I, like I spoke about earlier on after the trade. A lot of good moments, a lot of good times, and and it's it's in the rearview mirror at this point. No, and I know you're you're a page turner and things of that nature. Um, is there anything that occurred during the playoffs that gave you an indication that things were coming to no. an end? None at all. No, and I and again, Rich, I, I appreciate you. I know you have to ask the questions, yes. but I'm I, I'm so excited to be here, man. I it, it, I had a lot of fun there. There was a lot of good times. Obviously, it ended sour and. Um, I think to answer your overall question, no, there was not any inclination um, that anything like that was coming. But again, it, it's it's what happens, and um, I'm happy to be here. Okay, I appreciate you giving me that second bite to the apple, Jared. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> so am I. So uh, now, now then, uh, a, a new start in in a new division in a new world for you. What? Well, how how do you go about? Um, you know, computing all of that and living it every single day, Jared. Um, yeah, it's it's a transition, just like anything else. I think anytime you 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 play professional sports, you're you're available to have to have a transition like this. And I think um, it's something I've embraced, something I've really enjoyed. Like I mentioned, Michigan's been fun. Detroit's been awesome. Um, the people here in this building have been a lot of fun to be around, and and it's really been a breath of fresh air for me. It's been a, it's been a really new energy feeling and. Um, something that's been really exciting. And uh, tell me about uh, your running back, DeAndre Swift. Um, again, you were in uh, Los Angeles last year. He had uh, an interesting season, somewhat injury marred, but then also flashes of exactly what the Lions have been looking for at this position. What about this Georgia Bulldog from your eyes now that you're 
you're right there on the ground, Jared. Yeah, he's been he's been a lot of fun to be around. He's he's a great player, great great athlete. Obviously, can make all the plays you want. I think seeing him every day on the field has been fun to fun for me to be around. And and you know, you, I, I saw him from afar, but I didn't I didn't know much about him until I got here. Kid works hard. Kid does his job, and and is a hell of an athlete and a hell of a player. And I know we'll rely on him heavily this year. Okay, and Hawkinson as well. He's a pretty big target, and uh, he's also yeah. shown some flashes to say the least. At that position, yeah, he's a great player. He's obviously had some great success already, and um, I hope we can keep building on it. I know he's a, he's a guy that will feature a lot, I'm sure, and um, has done a great job up to this point. Again, everyone's everyone's been great. It's been a lot of fun, you know, learning new teammates, you know, finding out about their interests and about their lives, and and, and at the same time getting worked on on the field. Okay, and then you know, you're you're I'm sure all of course aware of the Lions' history and how uh, everybody wants to page turn there as well, along with you. How do you view your role? in creating a culture, a new culture there. What uh, the coach has told you about what he wants your role to be on that front, Jared Goff? Yeah, I mean, just first and foremost, I'm the quarterback. So, you know, with that comes the leadership position. And um, obviously there is a there is a culture shift that, that we are working on and trying to trying to put, you know, one foot after another. And every day it's, it's something else. And it's a lot of hard work that takes place in order to do that. But um, I, I'm not naive to it. I've, I've, I've seen it done at Cal. It was something similar with the Rams and um, – Having that ex- those experiences to draw on, I think, does help for me personally. But ultimately, just just be the best I can be every day, be the best teammate, leader, person I can be every day, and um, be consistent. Jared Goff, a few more minutes left here with the Detroit Lions quarterback right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, and then your, your offensive coordinator, Anthony Lynn, um, what is he bringing to the table? What can you tell us and everybody in Detroit what the offense is going to look like. Give me some concepts, if you will, uh, put out on the table. We're going to see best you can. Sure. Yeah. We've been, we've been uh, working through it this spring and and all the way up until now. And I think, you know, it's been fun working with him. His experience obviously in the league has has been been for a long time and has a lot of knowledge. And, um, you know, I I think I spoke about this earlier on the off season, but you know, he calls it multiple with spread principles and, and that's really what it's been. And being able to get the ball to different guys in space and, and, you know, throw the ball down the field and, we're in shotgun, we're under center. It's a, it's a big mix of things, and it's constantly a work in progress, but it's been great. All right, I'm going to take a third bite here. Do you guys ever sit around and say, look what we're doing here together, small world, crazy things happen, roads traveled? Do you guys ever sit there and think two guys yeah, I mean, from Los Angeles? Hmm? Um, yeah, but I think it's no different than him or anyone else on the staff. I mean, I, I was I was around Dan at the Pro Bowl. I was you know around – Aubrey with with LA Aubrey Pleasant's our DB coach here now. So yeah, it's it's no different than any other guy. I think you're in this league long enough, you cross paths with some guys. But yeah, I guess it is unique that we were both coming from LA. Yeah, I know from that building. What do you think it's going to be like October 24th when you're back in that building, Jared Goff for you? Oh man, I don't know. I'm, I, we, who we play before that? We got about six games before that, I believe. Right? Oh, I've actually got the schedule right here up in front. You play uh, the Cincinnati Bengals right in front of them. And the Minnesota yeah, then we, well, all, all we're worried about right now, Rich, is... The, are you taking it one game at a time with me right now, Jared? Is are, that what you're doing? We are. Unfortunately, that's going to be your answer. Though. We're <laughs> taking it one game at a time. This is a problem interviewing a Cal Berkeley guy sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you think you're, 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 you're one step ahead of me, Jared. That's a problem. But I'm a Michigan man, so that I also know the boots on the ground there for you as well and how fans are... You know, they're 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 and, and, and genuine, genuinely, I, we've got a lot of work to do before we get to week seven or what week eight. I'm not sure what game it is, but um, genuinely, there's a lot of work to do before that, and and obviously, we're focused on the off season. Okay, and so uh, what uh, what's what happens after this week for you, Jared? What's your map it out for me? 
do you take some time off? You're going to tap out. You're going to, what are you going to do? What do you got for me after yeah, these? I'll here for a little bit, I believe next week. And then, um, yeah, I'll take a, probably a week just to chill and, and get back to work, start training again and, um, get ready for training camp. Okay. You're going to spend any time, uh, you know, uh, with the, at the university of Michigan at any point in time, Jared, you want to take a trip up there? I don't, I don't know. It's I don't plan to. That's right. I forgot. That's your, that's your school. That's I, my yeah, spot. I don't, I don't, plan, I don't plan to right now, but, uh, maybe, maybe at some point, if I, if I need any help around there, I know the guy to talk to. Right? I'm the guy, Jared. I'm the guy. Seriously. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome state. It really is. It's just a, yeah. it's, it's right there. Like I said, in the middle of the country and everybody is very prideful and rightfully so. Um, and then just like they're dying, they're dying for the lions to, to do what they're, they've always wanted them to do, which is, you know, obviously win a championship. You've got a lot of fans are putting a lot on you. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Jared. It's great. You know, Can't wait. playing Thanksgiving as well. Have you ever played on Thanksgiving? Has that ever happened? For I you? haven't. No, it's been my first time. That's something I'm excited for. And my family is definitely excited. Okay. Hey Jared, you take care of yourself, man. Thanks for the time. I greatly appreciate the uh, the the time yeah. right here in the middle of the mandatory mini camp. You keep doing what you're doing. No problem. Hey, thanks, Rich, for having me. That's you, fun. You got it. That's Jared Goff, Detroit Lions quarterback, right here on the Rich Eisen. Jared Goff. Do you think um, it just was the phone call that just came in and said you're we're trading you? Like, it makes sense in a way in the fact that they wouldn't have they they would have stayed the course if it wasn't for their opportunity with Matthew Stafford, which is what they've said. Seems like it, yeah. But I do remember Steve Weish's tweet about two weeks before the trade saying that the two sides needed marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just trying to turn the page. Last thing he wants is anything else going on. I totally understand it, but got to ask the questions. Got to ask. Also, it seems like he was probably pretty stunned. Yeah. Certainly since right now, um, he is what it appears to be, um, I guess, third on the most tenured starting quarterback in the um, NFC North, right? Or because... Well, the Bears are going to have a new starter, right? Right, Justin Fields, right. But it's the same thing, and, and it's tied for third a little bit, yeah. with Jordan Love. With <laughs> Jordan Love, <laughs> yeah. I guess as of today, as of today, yeah. Taking, the starting quarterback, taking first team the, reps today. The only, the only people who are in <laughs> right. the NFC North who started a game in the NFC North is um, well, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He's the dean of the NFC North. <laughs> Let's uh, take a phone call here. Nate in Denver, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Nate? How you been? Good. How are you, Rich? Hanging in there, sir. Well, thank you for asking my personal opinion on the Aaron Rodgers situation. That means that means a lot to me. Um, first of all, I will say I agree with you. Like, I think he's going to be a Packer next year. I don't think he has the best shot to win there. I don't think that he goes anywhere else at the end of the day. But quite frankly, I don't blame how the Packers are handling it because at the end of the day, if he's really going to hold out, which he's not going to do, but if he's really going to hold out, then okay, let him hold out. Let's see what we have in Jordan Love, get some cap money back, build around Jordan, which we were going to do anyway in mm-hmm. another year. Mm-hmm. And at, you know, and at the end of the day, aren't we lucky to just not be like the Houston Texans? At least we have a quarterback. And at the end of the day, we're just – 
one year ahead of where we thought we were going to be anyway. Well, actually, we're wait, no, you, on jeopardy. You know where you are. You know where you are. If this happens this way, you are where the 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 Packers wanted to be, which was right. starting at, at Jordan Love this year. You know, yeah. I, I mean, mean Rodgers is out of his is 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 in the part of the contract where you know, uh, from what I'm told, guaranteed money is uh, non-existent or at a minimum, and you know that's Rodgers knew it. Last year was a freebie. This year would be okay if you want to start him. You know, you're going to have to trade me. So go ahead if you're not going to give me the deal. So there you go. All I'm saying is this, Nate. Thanks for the call. All Packer fans. Just enjoy this week, or at least, no, I shouldn't say enjoy it. Welcome to the rest of us, which is what I told Brockman last year when Brady left to Not go a great feeling. to Tampa. <laughs> Welcome to the rest of us in the NFL where we're all wondering how it could be done if we've got the right guy. Some of us, you know, in Green Bay or in New Orleans going into last year with Drew Brees, you got all-time greats, you got first ballot Hall of Famers, but you're wondering how it's going to get done uh, with, with Brady in New England. Um, all of the problems that uh, you never had ever, like the rest of us in the NFL, welcome to the rest of us. And I'll say that to you. In this in this uh, OTA, in this mini camp, you'll be like I was yesterday, hanging on every single video of Zach Wilson. Does he have it? Can he throw it? Can he th- can he can he face adversity? Well, let me let me read all the the Jets. Uh, all the Jets beat writers tweeting, live tweeting what Zach Wilson looks like in this uh, seven on seven. <laughs> this video of him zinging it into uh, who is he zinging it into? Yesterday, uh, Ryan Griffin. Yeah, Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin. That's great, Ryan Griffin. We're waiting on him too. Can he be our, our next uh, Bobby Tanyan, Big Bob Tanyan? <laughs> uh, honestly, enjoy that. See, just you're you're going to start scouring Twitter and all the sites that you possibly can to see how Jordan Love looks. And is he right? Welcome to our world. All right, poll question at Rich Eisen Show. Who's got the best QB situation in the NFC North today? Oh, God. Packers, Jordan Love, Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Lions, Jared Goff, Bears, Justin Fields. Dude. Today. Oh, you got to go Dalton, right? Isn't isn't he QB1? That's what I saw. Yeah, let's be real, Rich. That's what I saw on Twitter. (laughs) Come on. He's QB1. Let's take a break. When we come back, Chris Brockman, we have a new guest for Top of the Third Hour. Oh. Have you heard this story yet? Has it not filtered to you? I have not, no. Okay, so you'll stay in the dark, and I will let you know who's joining us. A very special guest, Top of the Third Hour before Joel McHale. And when we come back, your phone calls as well. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the last day you, sir, Brett Favre, will ever not be a Hall of Famer from sunup to sundown. I haven't thought about that. Well, but, yeah, I mean, you're kind of... I'm the perspective guy. That's what I do. What are your thoughts about the enshrinement here for the Pro Football Hall of Famer? You know, Famer? sometimes, because um, it's been, a, as we were talking uh, prior to coming on, it, it's been a busy year, mm-hmm. or last eight, eight months, I guess. And you almost kind of get inundated with all the stuff and rather than just kind of like soaking it all in like this is really just an incredible honor. Have you thought about who is going to present you in Canton uh, next yeah. summer? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Oh God. <laughs> no. Why'd you let me sit there for a few seconds like that, Brett? I mean, uh, you thought about like I'm gonna. Well, you're gonna I mean, throw you it out told there. me prior to coming on here. Yeah, drama. Yes, drama. I did. Yeah. Did. So, well, you drama. <laughs> so not, you know, it's so not you, rich. So you know who it is right now. You know. Who yeah. It is. Does that person know who it is? Right sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Is it Mooch? He wished. <laughs> he wished. <laughs> if I had told you when you were starting out in, in Green Bay, that you would be a pro football famer with two grandchildren on the day that you're going up. Would you have believed I, it? No, I wouldn't have believed it. You know, I, it, would, it would be, uh, yeah, like, really? It's just hard, you know, yeah, physically, but to be good mm-hmm. or good enough for that long. Right. So everything I ever dreamed of, uh, hope would happen, has, has come true, and then some. You do realize that after tomorrow night, when you're enshrined, that is your last chance to announce a comeback. Well, you I'm, do realize You know, I was going to ask you, you know, like, say Sunday, if I said, you know, I think I'm going to play another. You can't do that? You can. Will you, can. will you do that on NFL game day morning? Will you make that announcement on NFL? Well, Network? I'll see how I feel Sunday morning. <laughs> so wake you know? up, you know, it's yeah. a super Sunday. You might feel that itch again. Do you miss it at all, though? One day where you're just you know, wake I'll, up. And like, I, I, just, I really don't. Um, you know, I miss the kind of the non-football stuff, you, you know, funny events and stuff. That, right. But not, if, you know, you see a big win. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that's, that's good. But the, the other team, yes, I don't miss being the other team. And it's just a matter of time before the bad hits, before it comes and gets you. Yeah, so I don't miss that. That's far with the Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 56 is coming up. We've been at it a long time here, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, joining us in 18 minutes' time is the man who spoke Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans into existence, A.J. Brown. Oh! 
will be phoning in from Titans camp. All right. Number 11. In your program. In your program. Number one in the Julio Jones fan club. Who is he on the Tantastic Four? Uh, good question. I believe he is the elastic. We could bounce this off him. He's the one that can actually send this into a totally different. Well, he could really make this happen. He can. This is the guy to make it happen. This could become a real thing. If AJ Brown, can I just? I think it should be ten tastic. Ten or ten? I think a ten for Tennessee. We have seventeen minutes now to figure this thing out. It's just, it's just like I said yesterday. I was the first one to go. I like this, but I kept thinking ten. I get it. It's Tannehill, but ten is Tennessee, so it would be the ten. Kind of makes it as a team thing and not just like like, a Ryan Tannehill offspring. That's a good thing. I got you. Okay. So all right, are we in uh, agreement? Are we going to ten? (laughs) Sean Mitchell watching us right now, (laughs) slapping his forehead like you gotta be kidding me. Well, he can just take time from photoshopping me into something. (laughs) Don't get upset that Sean's doing his job. Don't get with your over. Nobody should you be. By the way, nobody loves Sean posting me in those more than I do. Trust me. I was actually so, mad yesterday so because we can't because this is now this is what I should have done with the Pitts Tastic Four is I should have workshopped, should have it, workshopped with you. it first. All yeah. right, so ten Tastic Four. I used to be a comedy producer, Rich. You can run these things by me. You know, I can. what was the, what was your comedy producing? <laughs> well, it's funny you ask, yeah. and it's kind of funny. You know how you mentioned James Davis was doing a a golf show for Peacock, mm-hmm. and I had to sit there and I kind of smiled because years ago I used to produce a show called Yo Mama on MTV. And James Davis, before he ever got into the business, I believe, he was one of our contestants. So I worked with him just very slightly. Look at that. So it was actually pretty cool. Just I, I had no idea. But when you read that that promo, I was like, wow, okay. You put Kevin Bacon to shame. Literally, what if we just three <laughs> degrees of separation with TJ and anybody, right? We'd have to do six. It seems like it. Right? Not they either hung out at the club once or they were on a show with a show with a guy. I mean, long before there was Golf Pass, Golf Road Trip, and there was Yo Mama. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, that's not that. I, that's an actual statement. That means the truth, right? Yes. Anyway, AJ Brown's coming on the show. <laughs> so it's ten tastic, ten tastic, T E N N dash tastic four. Can we make that happen, please? In the next fifteen minutes' time, efforting has been come back. Has come back. Efforting. Okay, let's term. go. Mike, tonight uh, for the Emmy Awards, you're yes, up for Rich. one, right? I think yes. I was looking through it. I'm trying to find out just how long of a night it's going to be. What is, your, what is yours? Again? A lot. Mike, what is yours again? MLB on Fox. But what's the category? Live series, I believe. No, 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 no. I've got it for you, Mike. It's audio. For yeah. the, it's audio. Mike, I've got it. Go ahead, Rich. But what's the name of the category? I've got it It's here. live audio. So here, it, it's... Here, here you go. It's uh, is it outstanding live event audio yes. slash sound? Yes, it's FS1 Fox. It's Fox MLB. No, I meant this. Maybe that's not the right category then. Outstanding post produced sound. No, that's different. There's MLB on F- Fox MLB outstanding live events audio slash sound. Yes, that's, I hope that's, that's not you. it because you're you're oh, not. No, I know what you're I'm not against. one of the audio engineers that's mentioned in it. There's like thirty of them, and you're not one of the names mentioned. <laughs> uh oh. They always add names. <laughs> <laughs> that's Are you actually before. up for an Emmy tonight? Yeah, we're, they yeah. add. Mm-mm. That's not the full list. Mm-mm. Yeah, Jeff Walker's not main, mentioned either. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, uh, maybe it's another one, but there's not many audio and sound ones, brother. 
Okay. Good luck. If you're up for one. <laughs> yeah, he's now going to Google. He's Googling his head no, off right Mike, now. we're just messing with you. No, 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 no. Mike no, they have the names. Okay. Very good. Yeah, it's deep into the night for me. God, I'm going to be so drunk. So is there... You're going to live tweet, right? No. Come on. Why would I live tweet? Well, I mean, like a Q&A. Of what? Just people asking you, you questions. You're going to live tweet while I'm waiting to, to see if... Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Sure. Why not? That sounds like uh, me and... Well, because I'm like sure you'll Bobby have... Bobby Cannavale drop over there. You'll have, like, you know, the basketball on. You'll have the Yankees game on. You guys play the Twins tonight? Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? So AJ Brown and uh, Joel McHale in uh, in our number three of this program. Uh, let's go to Terzo in Iowa. Our friend, he's back again. What's up, Terzo? How you been? Uh oh, is uh, oh, Terzo? Is Terzo? Is he? Did he have to put the phone down because he's uh, he's better call stalling right now? All right, put him back on the hold right there. You know one thing that we have not discussed because uh, we don't discuss it much, and we we will as they matriculate their way. Um, is playoff hockey. We have not discussed that very much tonight. The the New York Islanders have put your bees on the uh, on the brink, sir. They really have. Um, and um, you know that's the the Barclays Center lit up right now, man. Nets and the Islanders could uh, are are both pushing their way towards their uh, conference championships. The Montreal Canadiens, though, are already in the conference sem- the conference final, right? They just got through uh, the Winnipeg Jets. They are they swept them. They swept them four in a row. Beat down. And here's a remarkable statistic: they have not trailed in their life. They've won seven in a row, and they have not trailed in any of those games. <sighs> they haven't looked up and go like we need one to tie this thing up. Right. In seven straight. And what's truly remarkable, I don't know if. You could tell me about this statistic. They, it, they, they, they swept Winnipeg last night. They are now 34-0 all time when leading a series 3-0. Does that mean that they've won the series 34 times that they've been up 3-0 or they have yet to lose a game when they're up 3-0 as, an, as a franchise? Great question. That's the one thing. I've read so many different stories stories about this great question because that would be unbelievable and i think it's got to be the fact that they've never lost a game up 3-0 because how many franchises are up 3-0 and lose a playoff series i mean those are like unicorns it's happened twice in the nhl that's what i'm saying so it sure looks like the canadians have won 34 straight games in which they're up 3-0 Jeez, that's amazing. But the one thing that's amazing is that the fact that they're the first team in the conference final and they were the last team to qualify for the 16-team playoff tournament and they won only one of their final nine games in regulation. Jeez. And they're the first in to be first in in the final four and they haven't trailed in seven straight games that they've all won. They've won in seven in a row and they haven't trailed in them. And this is a no. This is a story here in Los Angeles because you know uh, fans of Los Angeles Kings hockey and uh, Colin Hanks, our buddy. Yep. Well, uh, didn't he? Did he do a documentary on 
Marty McSorley's stick oh, yeah, being called stick, out by the that, yeah. by the Canadians, and you know Montreal won that Stanley Cup against the LA Kings, and they have not been a Canadian team has not won the cup since. And their best player, one of their best players, Tyler Toffoli, is a former LA King. He's the one who sent them into the uh, final last night, yeah. an overtime winner. It's unbelievable. Quite a run. It's unbelievable. Before we finish this hour, I do want to say something about Jim Fossil, the longtime football coach who passed away yesterday, apparently of a heart attack at the age of 71. And I got to know Jim Fossil, um, having covered the uh, NFL since 2003. I've gotten to meet him, and he was just a – Football man through and through. He loved the game. His son is one of the best special teams coaches in the NFL, now with the Dallas Cowboys. And Fossil is best known for his stint as the head coach of the New York football giants from 1997 to 2003. And the way that he got to the giants is something else. I mean, you want to talk about a football lifer, a quarterback in the NFL, for the Bears and Chargers. Then he winds up playing in the World Football League for the Hawaiians. He also played in the Canadian Football League. He was also a head coach in the USFL for the New Orleans Breakers. He coached for the USFL New Orleans Breakers. In between that, he was the offensive coordinator at Utah and Stanford. He was the OC on the day that the Cal... The band was Stanford on the field? game played, and the the Stanford band came on the field. He was the OC. No way. Yeah, for Elway. Wow. Jim Fossil. And after the Giants won their second championship with Parcells, the Giants hired him to be a quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator. His head coach was not Bill Parcells. It was Ray Handley. And that did not work out at all for that. It's one of the lowest points in the history of the New York Giants who turned to Dan Reeves, and after that did not work out, they turned to Jim Fossil, who went 10-5-1 and with Danny Cannell atop a three-headed quarterback uh, chart that also had Kent Graham, if you remember. That was a game in yeah, which yeah, the Graham. Broncos were undefeated and the Fossil Giants took care of business 10-5-1 earned fossil coach of the year he's also most famous for the 2000 season when the the giants lost two in a row to be seven and four and he strolled into a new york press room and actually said these words so if you got the crosshairs you got the you got the laser you put it right on my chest i'll take full responsibility i'm raising the stakes right now this is a poker game i'm shoving my chips to the middle of the table i'm raising the ante anybody wants in get in Anybody wants out, get out. Okay? This team is going to the playoffs. And they did. They made it to the Super Bowl with Kerry Collins at quarterback. Strahan was at the beginning of his Hall of Fame career. We also remember Seahorn and the rest of that Giants defense on the back end, Jesse Armstead. But most importantly, what Jim Fossil did as the head coach of the Giants in 2001. I get so emotional when I talk about this being a New Yorker. When you are a head coach or a major coach in the New York market, it's always important for a fan base. But when you are that head coach in 2001 after 9-11 and you do what you did on a sideline and 
comported yourself as Jim Fossil did for the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area when we were an open wound. Jim Fossil deserves your thoughts and his family, their prayers today as Fossil passed away at the age of 71. Oh, by the way, he also coached in the United Football League too. A football lifer and a man who loved ball and loved coaching and being a leader of men. May you rest in peace, Jim Fossil. Still here on NBC Sports on Peacock. Everyone forgets Fossil Bridge, you know, the difficulty of the Ray Hanley. I mean, you can't even say Ray Hanley was a difficult era. And what happened with Reeves and what he did set the stage for yeah, Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, yeah. Set the stage for Tom Coughlin. He also was uh, 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 an assistant in Arizona. That's where the Giants hired him from. He was, if you forget, Boomer Esiason had some run in the desert too, and he had a renaissance as well. I mean, Fossil was a quarterback guru for for a lot of folks. And I remember seeing him on the side. That's the last time I saw him was on the sideline in Seattle when it was the Thursday night football game with our, I do believe, the first career road start for our guest earlier this hour and Jared Goff um, up in Seattle for the Rams and his son was the interim head coach after they bounced Jeff Fisher in the middle of the season and Jim was on the sidelines for his son and he just you could see he loved being back on the sidelines and he was particularly irate when uh, NFL officials looking down from the box saw him and had him (laughs) get out of the coaching area because he wasn't properly credentialed and he was losing his mind. He was not a happy camper, but he spoke his mind, man. And Mooch loved him and all the coaches loved him. Not many people could say they played or coached in the NFL, CFL, WFL, UFL, and USFL. Unreal. But Jim Fossil certainly did all of that. Herm Edwards and him and Joe Torrey and Bobby Valentine, just to name the four who were in season when 9-11 hit. Those were some very important figures in New York City at the time. Very, very important figures as we eventually turned to sports once again to help us heal and get us through everything. And Fossil was right there, man. Just wanted to say that. A.J. Brown is coming up next from the Tennessee Titans. He could not be more fired up to have Julio Jones as a teammate. He emulated him. Now he's playing alongside him. Joel McHale also an hour three here on the Rich Eisen Show on NBC Sports on Peacock.